Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. It is what I like to call Wednesday, not Wednesday, like wins, Wednesday. Because we're winning. Because we're winning. All we do is win, 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 no matter what. Actually, that's not true. But (laughs) we do want to talk just uh, like some of the good things, some of the wins that we have had in the last couple months or so of trading. Mm -hmm. We we pretty much went right back to it. Got real focused again. We didn't really drop things down, which has been different, I think, for both of us. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely done it before. It is just not. It's been a while. But we just, you know, it's been fun to do. We came out of the last meet a little discouraged by our performance. So it is fun to flip the switch and to say, hey, here are some good things that have happened to us lately. Yeah, I, like you said, we came out of this meet and basically went right back into a prep type style. I mean, we come out of a meet and usually it's like you lift 40% of what you did at the meet. And it feels or the bar. Yeah. Or the, and it feels terrible. And you're like, Oh my gosh, how did I lift any more than this a couple of weeks ago? Um, and we, I would say one of our wins was being pretty open with our coach after this meet and discussing our wants and needs. And obviously like he's our coach. So his opinion, we pay him for his opinion, right? Like <laughs> we take it to heart. Um, But it was more of like a give and take this time. Like, hey, you know, these heavier weights, we get a little in our head about. I think we should hit them a little bit more at the gym before a meet so we're not so stressed about it. You know, some people like to go in and just PR at the meet. I prefer to like know that I can hit that weight, Um, maybe struggle a little on the third attempt. But and he he listened and we are. I mean, both of us are lifting numbers that we did at the meet already and exceeding that. I really do think that that is, we always debrief a little bit following the meet, but I think for the both of us, this was the best open, honest conversation that we've had following the meet. I think we did the right thing. We let it simmer, not let emotions drive this conversation. And we really... I mean, we talked a lot about it. We talked a lot about our thoughts, really organized them into what it is that we want and what it is that we want to see moving forward. Mm-hmm. So we were really able to kind of, I don't know, have, have a really strong conversation about it. We, yeah. And I think, like like you said, you and I talked about it the week after the meet and we really got to let our true feelings and rat and like knee jerk reactions out with each other and declutter our minds and what we really wanted moving forward. So then we went to our coach with clear, concise, this is what we need. This is what we want. This is what we didn't like. Um, and that helped a lot. So that's one of our wins. What's another one of your wins, Jordan? I would say, I mean, we, you, you kind of touched on it, right? Hitting the heavier weights. Mm-hmm. Our joke is that we are fat, weak, and broken. Because we are. 
as we go. It's not necessarily a joke. Uh, as much as we like meat prep, by the time the meat rolls around, we are ready to be done with meat prep. Yeah. And this kind of piggybacks right off of it, but like, I think a big win is for the both of us, both of us to jump right back into this program. So openly, because we are very adamant one meat a year, meaning after this meet, we drop the load down, we take things light. So to be able to just come with that mentality of we're just going to attack this next program, we are just going to take what's given to us and run with it is, is a big win for both of us. Mm-hmm. We've done really well. I think we've, we've also worked on finding that balance of, okay, we are, we are training a little more prep style, but also still living life and doing things that we enjoy outside of that. Because when we are in meat prep, we don't do that. We are just working meats, working meats. Right. I'm, I'm definitely a little bit more like lenient with going out or doing things or, you know, a lot more, I don't know. I started swimming after the meat. I wouldn't do that in a meat prep, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's a little bit more of like getting back to your life and having fun, but we're still very focused, mm-hmm. which I like. I like this balance part. Yeah. Um, We have both hit some numbers that we were very excited to hit during mm-hmm. this. So that's a huge win. Gretchen, what'd you do? I got 203 on the bench. Yeah. Twice, which you were so close. I think if you would have been rested before the meet, mm-hmm. like that last training day, I think you would have had it. Yeah. Like hips just came up a little bit. It was slow, but this was like, nope, this is clear. This is, you got that. They would have been white lights. Yes. Yes. Um, I was super excited about it. It was not programmed for me. I was supposed to do 198. Um, I did 198 for my first rep. It was supposed to be like two singles. Moved really well, like really well. And you looked at me and you were like, you're going to load it to 203, right? For your next one. And I said, yeah. <laughs> so um, did it was, you know, I've been shooting for this number for so long that it got in my head a little bit. It wasn't the cleanest. It wasn't the prettiest, um, but it happened. I was pretty excited about it. The best part was our coach immediately goes into critiquing it. <laughs> I was like, I'm standing there thinking, just like, congratulate her. Congratulate her that it was two or three. Come on, just like, just say it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you were like, can we just celebrate that that was two all three, please? And I was like, okay, she got that. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I, w- I only had to do two singles, right? So that was my second single. So that was it. And he's telling me how he thinks I can do it better. And I was like, Okay, well, then I guess let's do it better. And I did it again, and it was better. And then he gave me a hug and said, congratulations, and he was excited about it. Yeah. Um, And that one was a lot better than the first one. But it was so funny. It was like, can we just take a moment to thank the gods up above that I hit this number finally? I know. Instantly, I, I'm standing there. Just just start with good job. Stop, yeah. stop what you're saying. Great job. But... That's all you have to say. Yeah. That was great. Super proud of you. Whatever you want to say, whatever, like pump up motivational, but lead with the pump up motivational, then go to the critique. Don't lead with the critique. 
I'm like, and I'm like watching you deflate over there. And then all of a sudden it was like, no, I'm going to stand up for myself. I was like, <laughs> I was like, just give me a second. Girl, girl got that girl. Got it. <laughs> oh, um, so that was awesome. That's the number that I hit. Jordan has always had this 314 wall on squats. Um, you hit it before the meet. Yep. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's still one of those numbers that you haven't hit very often, right? So it's yes. still there. It's still a wall to overcome. Yep. Um, and you hit it recently. Twice. Twice. Also twice. Yep. Uh, it was really, it was, these are really similar for the both of us. Just I know. lifts. Like I did, I don't, I think it was two, I think it was 297. And then you were like, I am doing the heavier option in my head. And my logic does make sense, right? I was going to do 308, which was programmed and then go to 314. And in my head, I was like, okay, that was, that is like a, a typical, like, uh, 297 is an opener, 308 is a second, 314 is a third, right? So, so it, yeah, my head, it was fine. So, sidebar our program, which doesn't happen all the time, we mm. were given two options, two weight options. You were given 308 to 314. Uh, some of this program, I'm given three options. Oh, I was only given two. It's like then- not three numbers, but it's a, it's a range that includes three. Yeah. Um, and so then that's when I looked at you and said, I'm going to do the heavier option first, because in my mind, I know where you're coming from. You're like, this is a progression first, second, and third attempt. In my mind, I was like, I really want to hit that higher number. So I want to be as fresh as possible so that I can. And if I don't hit it, then I'll drop it down and do the lighter number. It's still programmed. So it won't deflate me too much. Mm -hmm. So I like, I knew how your brain works. And I was like, she's going to do the, it, she's going to do it in a first, second and third attempt style. And I really want her to hit 314 and I want her to do it twice because she just needs to get past this. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Instantly, as soon as you said it, I was like, this does make sense. You are, you're, you're fresher, right? You don't have a 308 under your, under your attempts yet. Like go, go at it when you are more fresh. Nothing went wrong with 297. So just just go. Um and yeah, I did it, hit it twice. It was like they both felt good. The second one, both I, I think it the second one I was so excited because I did it the first time that I was a little too excited. Like I I could calm myself a little bit more for that. It still moved great. Um I didn't get critique right away. I did get. You did great. That looked awesome. However, though, I think there have been more <clears throat> mental breakdowns around this number for me. Thankfully, you have not had that experience quite yet. Right. So we had to, he, he knew he had to pump my tires. Otherwise, my tires quickly are slashed. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, let's just slash you down and deflate yep. you first. Build yep. <laughs> you back up. <laughs> let's just, Gretchen can handle a little air out of her tires. Jordan, those are already like bleeding holes. 
<laughs> no. Jordan's thrown her belt more than I have. So, yeah. That's the first thing. That, that's the only thing I really have throwable. I'm not a thrower. I'm like a, I don't know. I'm just a leave me alone and let me stew. I mean, I played a sport where like you could throw. Like yeah. that was that, like that was total retaliation. If you were mad, you just threw harder. So it is in my nature. Mine was um, swimming, which you don't hear anything when you're under the water. So all you have to do is talk to yourself and talk yourself off the ledge. So that's what I'm used to. <laughs> Just kick really fast and hard and talk yourself off of the ledge in this four lap swim real quick. Uh, outside of numbers. Oh, we, we got friends. We have friends. Uh, outside of numbers, we have hit some some fun things. Gretchen has found a new muscle group. My hamstrings. The joke between us is that Gretchen wishes she had hamstrings more like mine. Okay, she walks around. I don't wear shorts. Jordan is always in shorts. So you can see her hamstrings and they pop. They're there. Like it's butt, hamstring, and like down, right? I have butt, nothing. It just <laughs> drops down off of a cliff. There's nothing there. <laughs> They're not, it's just flat. Like when you think of, um, my husband is always like, oh, it's an office chair, but like you can see people that just sit in an office chair all day and don't get up and move around and right. It's flattened. I'm really sorry if that's you. Um, that's just what he says. That's what my hamstrings look like. They're just flat, non-existent. And our coach is always like, feel it in your hamstrings. You're going to engage your hamstrings. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have any. I think they were missed when I was created. Like they were forgotten. I will never forget the one, one day. I mean, it was random. It was very random. It was like a Tuesday. All of a sudden you're like, I just wish I had hamstrings like you. And I was like, we were doing nothing with hamstrings. Yeah. Like, I just have to look at them every time you squat. I was like, well, let's make it weird here. Thank you. You walk in it like in summertime and I wear shorts. This is like an insecurity. I mean, not like a huge one, but if I'm being honest, it's an insecurity of just like nothing. There's no definition. And Jordan over here just has glorious sculpted hamstrings. Do you, and I don't even know how to get them tight. You want me to wear baller shorts so that you can't see them from now on? No, it's fine. It gives me something to strive for. So you want me to wear short shorts is what you're saying? Yes, that motivates me. Okay. We'll see what we <laughs> Your backside is motivating. <laughs> Hello. Um, but no, Gretchen has found her hamstrings. We have found ways for her to target them. And pros and cons, right, to this situation. Your hamstrings have pretty much been constantly sore after every leg day. Every leg day. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, halfway through our light squat day, I'm like, I don't know if my hamstrings can take anymore. They're quivering. You're welcome. Hopefully, you know, this summer I won't have to be so self-conscious about my backside. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was funny because it was a heavy squat day. We were at our coach's gym 
there was a guy there that does not normally work out when we work out. He was squatting. I've never seen him squat before. And he has very nice hamstrings as well. Um, side note, this is like what we look at in the gym. Like yeah. we, we are not creepy people. No, we're like your hamstrings, not, you know. Your booty. Um, your booty. I mean, it could be, but in a different way. Um, and I was like, man, his hamstrings are nice. And you can like see them engage. I've never really been able to see somebody engage them and like really use them, right? And our coach was like, well, yeah, like you should be getting tight down here when you engage your hamstrings, not up here. And I'm like, well, nobody told me that. <laughs> I'm just over here squeezing my butt as hard as I can, hoping that these hamstrings engage. That's not how you do it, apparently. No, no, that's not. So now I'm using them. Um, it's been the source of, I think, many a problems in my deadlift. In my squat, in the way I wear things. Probably, I mean, let's be honest, probably your bench too, like your leg drive. Yeah. So I'm hoping that I can make these bad boys pop and really start using them. Let's go. Let's go. Make it happen. What else you got? I don't know. What else do I have? Let's see here. I don't know. It's another win that we've had. I will also like another win we could we can spot off is we have had a good variety of accessories, like some things that we have not done in the time that we have been training with our coach. Yeah. Which has been fun. Like we have learned some different ways to activate different different styles of accessories. And that's been fun. I've enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Because it does, it can get really monotonous to do the same things over and over again. So to see some different things, to feel where you're supposed to be feeling, we're still working on face pulls, still not totally sure about the face pulls. Every time we do them, we like look to see if our coach is looking. And what? He's not looking. Yeah. But the thing is, is he never comes over when you're doing it. He always comes over when I am doing it. I'm so good at them. <laughs> at this point, he just knows Jordan is really bad at face pulls. So I'm going to just look out for when she's over there. Uh, but really big win along that note. An exercise that has been in the program for a very long time. I mean, since before you and I started exclusively working out together. Mm -hmm. One that has not been done often in this program. Ever. I did one time when our coach showed me how to do them and that was it and after he left i didn't even finish them it's the copenhagen planks they're dumb they are terribly awful mm -hmm. not fun let's be honest nobody loves a side plank right but then you add you you, you add the copenhagen in front of the plank copenhagen plank nobody likes copenhagen i mean if you do, like, if you know, you know, if you know, you know, <laughs> nobody likes Copenhagen planks. No, they are honestly one of the hardest exercises that we have in our program. Yeah. And they're dumb and you hold it for 30 seconds each side, right? You would think that that's not that long, but 
we recently found out that Jordan has some weaknesses and the Copenhagen plank helps those weaknesses. I know. So when our coach said, where do you feel it when you do these? Jordan and I looked at each each other and said, well, we don't because we don't do them. (laughs) Ever. Immediately. It was like panic, panic, panic. I'm like thinking, I'm like, I I mean, I talk muscles all day long. That is, that is my job. What am I supposed to feel? What am I supposed to feel? Every muscle left my body, not just my brain, every muscle left because I was like, I don't do them. And he's like, oh, okay. He just kind of glossed over it. Mm-hmm. I did find it very funny that this week when we were at the gym, the talk was that none of us do our core work, which we proudly raised our hands. I will give us, we are 75 to 80% of the time we are doing our core work. Especially now that we have, now that we do Copenhagen's. We do. We do them now because they are very helpful. I can definitely feel them. Yeah. Um, when I'm done and I'm walking up my thousands of steps to get to my office, I curse his name, but we do do our core work. And I'm very proud of us for that. Cause a lot of people do skip it. It's not fun. It's the last thing on your program. So you're already wanting to leave all the fun heavy lifting is done and you're like, now I got to like lay here and do some core work. That sucks. Um, it may not be what we're programmed to do, but we do make up our own. Yeah. And do what we want. Yeah. We, it, we do. And I would say the majority of the time when we don't do it, it's because of time. Yeah. Like we are genuinely, Oh my gosh. Like we have to go. Yeah. And it's, Sometimes we do push it, right? Like, oh, we have three minutes. We're out of time. So sad. But we, yeah, we, kudos to us on our, on our core work. We're, someday it'll show up. Um, I think for the last win, I like that. It kind of piggybacks on like, we're doing new things. I think we have gotten to the point in our knowledge and our careers of powerlifting that our coach is giving us more things that he he doesn't give a new beginner Copenhagen planks because you got to learn how to engage your core you got to learn how to engage basically your whole body and it is a movement that is not easy to just explain and then do hence why we didn't do them for years um but he is giving us more complicated more intricate um accessory work because we are getting it yeah. And, and we get to, and he's said multiple times since the meet has been over that he appreciates that he knows when we work out together, the two days that we're not at his gym where he can watch over us, that we can look out for each other and pick things out and we can come in and he asks us, you know, how our week has been, how has the training been? And we can articulate with reason to give, to tell him what we feel and he knows exactly what we're talking about. We're not like, no, oh, it didn't feel great. Well, why didn't it feel great? I don't know. We, it, I think we've always been pretty good with feedback in, in not just saying it, like the age old, it, you know, how's your day? Good. Like that's just an, a knee jerk reaction for people. One of the things that I think we do really well is that it, we can say our week was good this is feeling great. This is not feeling great. And it's not 
we're able to have a conversation around it, which then allows us to then provide feedback, which he then asks us. I mean, he's asked us more, like come new program time for more feedback than he ever has. Yeah. It's like, what do you want? Do you want this? Do you want this to stay the same? Do you want to see something different? Which is great because that, I think it just, it's a, it's a win for all of us. It's a win in, in the big picture of after the last meet, we were, we were discouraged. We were frustrated, all three of us. So we all took our thoughts, had a great conversation and put it into a great program, which is only going to make, it's not about making us happier as athletes, but it just makes all of us feel good. All of us feel like we are, we are moving in the right direction. Yep. And and I think that's an important one to mention because I know some people um, can get discouraged if they can't articulate to their coach certain things. You've been working with him for five years. I've been working with him for three years. This is your job, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it takes time to get to know your coach. It takes time to get to know your body and like what you like to go through seasons and injuries and whatever to know what works for your personal body, right? So, you know. It takes time if you're worried about not being able to articulate everything. Yeah. But once you get to that point, it is nice to be able to work on a program with your coach together. So here's to more wins. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram, Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.